Welcome to another episode of the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. I'm your host, Richard Moses, and once again in the studio today is the lead pastor of Open Bible Baptist Church, George Riddell. Hey, if this has been a help to you or to somebody that you know, would you do us a favor and leave us a like, leave us a comment if you're watching on YouTube, or if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, give us a rating so that more people can enjoy this content. We're excited today to bring you another episode in our series called You and Your Bible. And today we are talking about how to fall in love with your Bible. Pastor, welcome to the studio again today. Hey, thanks, Rich. It's great to be with you. And uh, how about, let me ask you a question. You always ask me questions. All right, hit me. How did you fall in love with your wife? How did I fall in love with my wife? Well, first of all, I want to backtrack because um, it's nice to know that we're cut from the same cloth. Because this morning when I was going over these notes, I thought, you know what? My opening question is going to be, how did he fall in love with Desiree? <laughs> <laughs> so either we're both really good husbands, which that's probably what the, we're either both really good husbands or just great minds think alike. Um, okay. So, uh, Elaine and I fell in love in Las Vegas, actually. Um, I was working at a church out there. Yes, there is churches in Las Vegas. Um, and she was also working on staff at the same time in the same said church. And I saw her one day, actually it was June 1st, 2014, June 1st, 2014 is the, uh, the first day that I had saw her. And I'd find out later that, um, she had gone through a whole lot of stuff just recently in her life. And, you know, the timing of us meeting was just God's providence. Um, and we had a wonderful summer, summer together. Um, and then it wasn't actually until after I left, uh, we continued talking and, uh, uh, I went back to college. We continued talking and just nurturing our relationship. And so it was November of 2014 when we started to date. Um, and then we were married August of 2016. And so it was like a two-year journey, and I'm still falling in love with her every day. Wow, um, that's so awesome. What about you, man? What's your story here? Well, I got to tell you, um, when it comes to me and my wife, she just she just couldn't resist me, man. Oh, my. <laughs> I just don't know if we should... <laughs> She, uh, it was, you know, Hey, look at this. You know, uh, I, I, I was uh, friends with her for a while Okay. in college. Um, and, uh, I guess one thing just led to another and I was dating someone else. She was dating someone else. And then I broke up with, uh, the one girl that I was dating and she was broken up from the guy that she was dating. Once you got broken up with your girl, she broke up with her guy. No, she was already broken. Oh, she broke up first. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say that was good for you, but yeah. Yeah, it's still and good. Uh, it was good for her. <laughs> where where was this at? Uh, in in well, it was during the summer between uh, when when we were both going to Trinity in Jacksonville. Oh, okay. So it was in in Florida. Great yeah. place to fall in love. Yeah. All right, and then what year was that? Oh man, uh, I guess ninety two. No, we were married in ninety two, so it had to be like around ninety one. I guess. So you've been married how many years now? Twenty seven years. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's awesome, and it just gets better all the time. Yes, it does. It really does. Yes, it does. So that's how we fell in love um, with our significant others, our wives. Um, you know, if you're listening today, why don't you send us an email? Tell us some of your story. Send us an email, podcast at openbiblenj.org, and tell us something that you love, or uh, maybe your love story, and maybe we'll feature it on an episode. Hey. You know, maybe we'll do a relationship episode or Valentine's episode, and we can we can, we can can do something like that. That'd be great. That would be really great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so today we're talking about how to fall in love, not with a person, um, but really... It, 
in reality, it kind of is falling in yeah. love with the person. Yes, as, you, as you fall in love with your Bible, you will fall in love with the person of Jesus Christ. And so we've gone through two different episodes in this series of you and your Bible. We talked about how to view your Bible. We talked about some practical tips on how to study your Bible. If you missed those, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to those again, some great content, and it'll help you get the whole picture of what we talked today. And that is how to fall in love with your Bible. Now, that can kind of be a weird phrase, you know, how do I fall in love with with a book? How do I fall in love with something that I, I read? Um, and so we're going to get into some thoughts about that this morning. Pastor, how would you say, okay, here's some practical ways that we can fall in love with our Bibles? Well, um, I would say the first thing that we need to do is to read the Bible like a love letter. Mm, okay. You know, too many times, Rich, we read the Bible like um, a newspaper, mm-hmm. uh, a blog, or, or um, you know, just a- any, other, any other textbook. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you're doing when you're reading there, you're reading for information, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you read the Bible, we're reading it for transformation, and uh, many times what happens is we just quickly scan the Bible to get a key point out of it uh, in order that we may um, uh, just be able to go about our day. Many times we're even reading the Bible and thinking about our day. Right, right. You know? We're getting through it in the morning. We're trying to evaluate the day, and we're just, okay, well, i got to read this proverb or this psalm or this book in the Old Testament, whatever. Right. And we don't really get to soak up the word of God. But I will say this, I know for Elena and I, I'm just going to continue to use this analogy because it works. Elena and I, we dated long distance uh, for the majority of our dating relationship. I was finishing college. She was working in Vegas. We had the summers and Christmas breaks and things together, but um, the majority of our relationship was long distance. And so the letters that I wrote to her and vice versa were gold. Mm -hmm. Um, We would, we would, just get a pen and paper. In fact, I got all of these. Um, I got all these cards printed at Vista Print with my initials on the front, and the way she would read them, she would always read them and say R B M. And I just thought that was so cute, you know. So it's R B M because. But she valued those. One year, uh, we were about to get back together for the summer, and there was ninety nine days between the time we were supposed to uh, see each other again. And she sent me 99 little pieces of paper, 99 things she loved about me. And I would open a new one every day for 99 days. Whoa. Um, and that was really, really neat. I kept every single one. I still got them all. Um, yeah, I still have them all. In fact, what, well, I'll finish the story. It was actually a paper chain, which was really cool. So it came in this big box and I hung it up in my room and then I would take a chain off every day and read, you know, whatever the thing was for the day. And when I got to chain one, then that means I was time to see her again. Um, So really neat, but I valued that, you know, I looked forward to it and the same way we ought to value the word of God. Yes. We ought to look at it as his love letter to us because we love God because he first loved God us and gave his son to die for us. And the Bible is his love letter to tell us what he loved about us. And the fact of the matter is life gets busy, right? It it certainly does. And um, sometimes that can cause problems for us. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that we need to remember, and we're going to reference this verse in another, in another podcast, you'll see this, but in Psalm 119, uh, verse 97, Psalm 119, verse 97 says, Oh, how, Love I thy law. Mm. It is my meditation all the day. And um, there was a love for the word of God. And uh, that's because the writer of Psalm 119 understood 
that God was writing this book, giving us this book to reveal more about himself and to tell us how much he does love us. That's really good. I love that verse. Psalm 119. What was the... the Psalm 119.97. Psalm 119.97. Man, commit that to memory if you haven't already. So read the Bible like a love letter. What's another practical way that we can fall in love with our Bibles? Um, we need to do some background research. Now, I'm not talking about becoming a, a, a theologian or scholar here. I'm just, getting, uh, I'm just saying get a simple book on the Bible, mm-hmm. um, one that, that covers quickly like an overview of maybe the book that you're studying or that you're reading um, to be able to help get some context. Mm. Uh, you know, what you just did t- telling us about you and Elena, you gave us some context for us to be able to understand. Yeah. Um, you gave us some background information. If you just told us, hey, I got this uh, chain, uh, paper chain, and I hung it on my wall from Elena. Okay. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's really weird. But what you did was you gave us some background. And, man, that was really special. I thought, man, that was really creative of her. That took time. That took effort. Mm -hmm. Um, She put some um, uh, work into that to Mm -hmm. show you that she loved you. Right. So you gave us some context. So um, do some background research. And and one of the things that you could do, a, a book that I might recommend would be, how to Read the Bible Through, the Le- Through Jesus' Lens by Michael Williams. And um, it gives you a quick overview of every book of the Bible, and um, it- it'll just help you. That's a really good book. I've actually heard it recommended several times. I never read it personally, um, but I have listened to some sermons that were preached based upon the same ideas from the book, uh, and it, it really is its a great book. And when we look at the Bible, like we said in our last episode, when we see our Bible uh, as God's love letter, number one, but if we look at the Bible as a story of redemption— Yes, it's a story of everything. It points back to the moment of the cross. Everything points back to Jesus's sacrifice for us. Okay, now we are looking at the Bible in a proper way, and how we view our Bibles determines how we live our lives. And so that background research is vital in you falling in love with your Bible because the more you know about a person or about a thing or about a sports team, the more you love them. That's right. No different than your Bible. The more you know about your Bible, the research that you do, the more you will fall in love with it. And it will not be something that is a chore and burdensome, but it'll be something that you look forward to with great anticipation because you are researching your Bible. Now, this kind of tracks back, number three today, tracks back a little bit to our last episode. Um, but another way to fall in love with your Bible is to have a study system. Yes. Have a study system. So we talked last time about a personal uh, a scripture system, just like, okay, here's how I do my study every single day. Mm-hmm. But not only have a, a time of day and have a computer and all the equipment you need, all that things, but also have a, a way to go about doing that. Um, and a popular one is called SOAP. Yes. Um, I believe it's from the wilds. Is that, is that correct? Or they no, kind of branded that no, a little bit? I, I, they, they use that, but I don't know that this one's specifically from the wilds. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it, there's one just out there on the internet. Those uh, ladies maybe who are listening or watching uh, Pinterest, you can find it. Uh, <laughs> you know, that? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so why don't you but, take us through that, though? What, okay. What is this yeah, SOAP? Yeah. What does it look like? SOAP is an acronym, right? Okay. Okay. And it has to do with uh, how to study the Bible. So the first thing is Scripture. Uh, the S stands for Scripture. So take time to read the Bible. A portion of Scripture, uh, maybe a verse or a chapter, 
And so you take time. First, you start with Scripture. And then O uh, stands for observe. So then write down what stood out to you. Um, maybe what you want to do is write the verse in your own words. Um, you can look up any words that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have Scripture, S-O for soap, and then A is for application. What does this mean? Now, let me encourage you. Do not ask, what does this mean to me first? Mm-hmm. When it comes to application, you have to understand what the verse means. Then you ask so what does the verse mean? What is the verse saying? And then you ask, how can I apply it to my life? Mm. Okay. The meaning of Scripture is concrete. The application of Scripture is multiple. It, it's, it, it, it varies. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have the A, S, Scripture, O, observation, A for application, and then prayer is for P. Ask God to help you apply what you've learned. I love it. So it's pretty simple. Soap. I love it. Soap. So uh, soap's vital for your cleanliness, mm-hmm. and soap is vital for your spiritual success. Correct. So you got to take the scriptures, and you got to observe the scriptures. Then you have to apply the scriptures to your life, and then pray that God can help you to continue that application. And one thing that I would encourage in this as well is that don't let this be a, a one-time thing. Well, I practiced soap. It was great. Right. Uh, but let it be a continual thing. I would even encourage you get a, get a four-by-six card or a three-by-five card or a note on your phone and just write down, okay, study the Scripture. Okay, then observe the Scripture. Then apply the Scripture to my life. Then pray about it. And just go through that system every single day. I did that this morning in Psalm chapter 55. Man, there was such a great verse this morning that I applied to my life about casting your burdens upon the Lord because he will not let the righteous bear their burdens because he's talking about, I'm going to take it all for you. And that was so, so encouraging to me because I said, okay, look, I can cast all that on the Lord. And then I applied that to my life today. Say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let the stress of what's going on around me affect me. I'm going to give that to the Lord. And then I have this continual state of prayer today, just saying, God, take those burdens, take those burdens, take those burdens. So I'm practicing this soap all day long. Can I, I ask you it. a question? Absolutely. I wasn't the burden, was I? No, you're never oh, the okay, burden. Good. You're always I, just, a, I just wanted to make sure. You know, you're never it, the burden. You're always a It's blessing. one thing to be bald, but you don't want to be bald and the burden. That's you know what truth. I'm saying? <laughs> That's the truth. All right, folks, we're going to take a break right there, and we are going to go to today's episode of the Rich and Riddell Minute. All right, we're in the Richard Riddell Minute. This is the portion of our podcast where we talk about simple life things. And today, since we're talking about love on the podcast, loving your Bible, we're going to talk about things that Rich and Riddell love. And so I'm going to go first, okay. and then I'm going to have you go. we got six major categories to go through, but uh, we're going to go through them fast. All right, here we go. Number one, your favorite candy is mine would be Sour Patch Kids. Mine is Hershey's Chocolate. Just plain classic milk? Hey, milk. White or dark. All right. Favorite vehicle? Mine would be the F-150 King Ranch. Mine would be the Toyota Tundra. All right. All right. F-150 and Toyota Tundra. So these were both truck guys. All right. This is a very important one. Favorite person in the world. Favorite person in the world. Go ahead, Rich. Elena? Good answer. Desiree. All right. There we go. (laughs) Those are our wives, if you don't know. Um, Number four, our favorite hobby. My favorite hobby, honestly, in all reality, is vacationing. I just love to plan a good trip and take a good trip. Mine would be uh, hiking or bike riding. Love it. 
our favorite app abstract thing to do, something that's weird that nobody knows about. My favorite abstract thing to do is just taking long drives by myself. My favorite abstract thing to do is to watch YouTube videos of people organizing stuff. All right, and that's been the Rich and Riddell Minute. All right, we're back, folks. Great Richard Riddell Minute today. And today we're talking about how to fall in love with your Bible. We've already gone over the first couple practical steps. Why don't you review those for us real quick? Okay, the first thing is to read the Bible like a love letter. That's number one. Number okay. two, do some background research. Okay. Number three, have a study system. And then we talked about SOAP in that study system. And SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. Yes. All right, our number four practical step for today is the following. Schedule an appointment with God. You know, uh, put it on your calendar. Just make it very practical. Just say, hey, this is the time every single day that I'm going to meet with God. What gets scheduled gets done. Yep. So just make sure you schedule time with God. That's why very, very, very rarely do I ever take breakfast appointments. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. People really ask good. me, um, you know, we've got a men's prayer breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but I have not been once. And the reason being is not because I don't want to pray with our men, but I've got an appointment with God. Yeah, you've got to be able to do that because if you can't schedule it out in your life, nothing can be more important than your personal time with God. That's right. And like for me, I talked about in the last episode, man, if I don't get up and do it before 7.30 in the morning, after 7.30, somebody needs me from that time until I go to bed at night. Yep. And so I've got to do it before 7.30 or else I'm just, I'm just not going to be able to get it done that day. So schedule an appointment with God. That one's really practical, but the way you fall in love with something is to make time for something. That's right. And what gets scheduled gets done. That's good. Now, um, in every relationship, whether it be a dating relationship, a marriage relationship, a church relationship, friendship, whatever, there's always times that you go through uh, difficulty. Um, there's always times that the road is not smooth, right? Um, and, and everybody that's listening today can relate to that in one way or another, whether it be a marriage that's going difficult right now or something that you've come through or whether it be a friendship, maybe you're a teenager listening and you're like, man, we used to be so close and now we're not. It's been, it's been difficult. You got off track, if I can say it that way. Yep. Um, but you know what's interesting when you love someone or you love something, no matter if they get off track or not, that does not change or affect your love for them. If you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you know this to be true. Oh, <laughs> because wow. even if you get off track a little bit, hey, and I told you I wasn't a right. Philadelphia, I'm okay. I can say that. Yeah, Just you cause, can. Because I'm a fan. fan. Right. I'm a fan. You are All right. Fan. All right. So even if you get a little bit off track, man, I still love the Philadelphia Eagles. If I get a little bit off track, man, I still love my best friend. If I get a little bit off track, I still love my wife. The word of God is no different. A lot of times we become defeatists when it comes to our relationship with God. Yep. Because, oh man, I, I missed a day or I missed an appointment or, or whatever it is. I missed something. And so, wow, well, I'm just going to throw in the towel and, and be done. And that cannot be our attitude if we want to fall in love with the scripture. Right. You can't uh, basically put it this way. You can't beat yourself up for it. Mm-hmm. everybody, it, it, you know, at one time or another is going to fail, uh, is going to get off track. Um, but what I found with the, the most consistent Christians 
um, are those who, when they get off track, they brush themselves off mm-hmm. and they get right back to doing what they're supposed to do. Have you ever gotten off track? Oh, yes. And, and you're a pastor. Yes. And so if a, a pastor or a shepherd gets off track, then, man, how much more does the practical Christian, maybe maybe you've been saved for a week, it's okay that you yep. get off track. We all do. What's important is to get back on track. You had a great analogy about something you just started recently with this. Yeah, I... Uh... I started playing golf again. I've I've only been on the golf course um, twice, wow. two times in my whole life. Wow! And I'm horrible. <laughs> and uh, the that last, makes two of us, yeah, by the way. Yeah, That's the okay. last time I was just on the golf course, I think it was last week or something, for the second time, and I wasn't doing too well. But I did not quit after I made a, a, a bad shot, or if I topped the ball, or if I missed the ball completely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I did? Instead of throwing my hands up in despair, you know what I said, Rich? Um, I said, well, I'm one more stroke closer to getting better. Man, that's really good. I'm one more stroke closer to getting better. And it's the same thing with the Word of God. You might have missed a day. You might have missed a week. You might have dropped off for a month. But you get back on and say, you know what? I'm one step closer to becoming more like Jesus. I love that. I love that. Just take the step. Take the step to get closer to the Lord. If you get off track, get back on. Number six, don't overcomplicate it. Yep. Don't overcomplicate it. It does not have to be difficult. No. And it's, and it's not, you don't have to be asking yourself, am I doing this right? And, (laughs) and you're maybe comparing it to somebody you see on the internet and you see all their notes and you see all the highlights and all the colors and, you know, just daily spend time with Jesus and uh, any step towards Jesus is a good one. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And number seven today, this will be our last point, is is really, I think, how it ties all together because the only way that you are going to be consistently following falling in love with Jesus is to be accountable for that. Uh, in a relationship, the only way that a relationship grows if, is if both parties are keeping each other accountable. Hey, yep. you haven't talked to me in a while. You know what's yep. going on and, and vice versa. Um, and so number seven is get a community around you. Yeah, have someone in your local church that will encourage you, that you can encourage, that uh, that can hold you accountable, that you can share things with uh, mm-hmm. when it comes from uh, you know to the word word of God. This is why I love apps like YouVersion, yes. Blue Letter Bible, and things like that. Because even just back in uh, April, we went through Acts in April with our church, and we had over 60 people, I believe 50, 60 people, that were all reading one chapter a day from the book of Acts and then writing notes about it together. And we all were accountable to each other for finishing out that plan. Um, if you get YouVersion, it's, it's, it's almost like Bible, social media for your Bible. Right. Um, you're able to get friends on there, and you're able to you know connect with different folks, and then... You can start a reading plan together and see where each other are at and what day you're on and all that kind of stuff. And it really is super helpful. So if you've never done that before, man, I would encourage you, uh, get an accountability partner on version. get an accountability partner through text. And it can be as simple as, hey, what did you read today? Yep. Um, and it doesn't have to be a tedious task. It can just be somebody that you are accountable to. Man, we think it's so important that you fall in love with the Bible. Because if you love it, it's going to be something that you go back to every single time. And you're going to want to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. So for review today, let's go over the seven practical steps to fall in love with your Bible. Read the Bible like a love letter, number one. Number two, do some background research. Number three, have a study system. Number four, schedule an appointment with God. Number five, if you get off track, don't beat yourself up. Number six, don't complicate it. 
And number seven, get a community. You've been listening to the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. If this has been a help to you today, would you do us a favor and share it with a friend? And if you're listening on a podcast platform, give us a rating so that we can be seen by more people. We are excited to be able to continue to bring great content to you every week. If you have any questions, you can email us at podcast at openbiblenj.org. This week, take the Bible, love it, and bring Bible truths to basic principles.